Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choose the rightchapter.com 99.9 KISW The Rock of Seattle BJ all day today it's Coach for Kids Day we've teamed up with the Washington State Council of Firefighters and Operation Warm trying to put a brand new coats on kids that are in need hoping to raise $50,000 and right now BJ we are over $21,000 yeah, raised and we always love talking to our good friend from the Washington State Council of Firefighters the VP himself Dean Shelton Dean, good to have you back on the show, my friend. Hey, fellas. Thanks for having us back. And uh, definitely uh, always happy to join you guys and, and uh, really appreciate everything you've done. So we talk about a lot, the Washington State Council of Firefighters, Operation Warm, as we team up with them every year to get coats on kids that need them. And Dean, you guys really, I mean, we do what we do. We try to get all that money in there. But boy, you guys do all the legwork as you organize and help us organize what we need to do to get this going. And then after the fact, and uh, I just want to thank what you guys do to make sure that when we get these coats, they get to those kids. Yeah, absolutely. You know, right now on social media, it's great to watch our members up and down the I-5 corridor uh, who are getting out into these schools, into some of these uh, toy stores, so to speak, and different communities uh, here in Marysville. Uh, one example, we have a toy store that will uh, will distribute the coats, but uh, clearly our goal is to get into the schools. You know, it's twofold for us, right? We get interaction with the kids. We get to actually you know, show them what firefighters are about and who we are. And, and then uh, uh, the bonus is that they get a brand new coat. Uh, and they, you know, they get to go play at recess with a brand new coat. It's awesome. And dude, the Rockaholics have been stepping up huge. Dean, I don't know if you're a fan of Shinedown, but I think after I say this to you, you might want to become a fan of Shinedown because the lead singer, Brent Smith, yesterday surprised us. We didn't even know that they were doing this. All of a sudden we check and there was a $5,000 donation from Brent. And, and I mean, we were just floored by that because it wasn't like he was like making any announcement. I didn't know the band finally shared it and they even shared the link. And I've seen some people from out of state have been donating. And so massive props uh, to the boys in Shinedown, especially Brent, their lead singer, for uh, for making that donation. Well, you know, my, my they were my favorite band before and they're my favorite band now. So, you know, <laughs> big thanks to Brent. And, you know, obviously, anytime he wants to team up with the firefighters, we're happy to do that. We'd love to do that if he. If he, uh, if he, if you put us into contact with him and we'll send him a personal thank you because that's a, that's above and beyond. And it just goes to show the type of people that are associated with not only KSW, uh, yeah. but also that are so benevolent and generous to our community and these kids that really, really need new coats. So and thank John, you, Brent. Uh, a few Rockaholics just stepped up with some big donations, BJ. Uh, Janie Julianne Kiltz Lapine donated $500 to Coach nice. for Kids. Thank you. Big shout out to Kane Lynn, also donated, donated $500 this morning to Coach for Kids. And this one just came in. Massive shout out to Donald Youngblood, just donated $1,000 and $1,069 to join nice. the Club, plus a thousand uh donald you are the man oh man we're over twenty two thousand dollars raised right now it's happening i mean every every time we do coach for kids day the rockaholics really do step up all day long by the way the men's room ryan castle taryn daly they are also going to be just uh telling asking all their listeners asking all their rockaholics hey man can you help out 
Uh, Dean, you know, it's it, it, we just don't think about it, but it's like uh, you, you tell people tell us a little bit about the fact that like how is it possible that we've got kids in our community when it is cold like this? I mean, that they don't have coats. It's just it seems nuts to me that we have to do something like this. But I'm so happy that we can. Yeah, you know, we talked about this, I think, the last couple of years, BJ. You know, it's unfortunate. You know, we have so much wealth in our country and we have so much wealth in our communities that there really is no reason why kids should go hungry nor cold. And, you know, just the benevolence, you know, again, I think about a thousand dollar donation from someone that's so incredible. I mean, you know, you know what, if everybody just gave a little bit, nobody would have to give it all. And I think it's really important for us all to understand that these kids, you know, this is this is really the great equalizer education food on the table, roof over their head, warm coats. It really will help make these kids successful in life. And I think in the, in the end, it makes strong communities. And really what firefighters are about and what this program is, li- is really about is creating strong communities. This program has so many people involved, right? We have you all, uh, you have your listeners, you have the firefighters, you have teachers, you have counselors. All of these people go to create strong communities uh, which really just strengthens us as a society. And that's really our goal. And as a labor organization and as a union and the union that supports uh, all communities in the great state of Washington, you know, we are proud uh, to be a part of this program so that we uh, not only we recognize how privileged we are with the work that we get to do on a daily basis, uh, but also uh, we want to give back. And that's really what we're about. And that's us to the core. And we're talking to Dean Shelton, Vice President of the Washington State Council of Firefighters. Great, great organization that we are just so happy to pair with and just, you know, basically just yap on the radio and hope we can get the Rock Hallers to give us money while they do all the heavy lifting. And the one nice thing is when you make a donation, if we read your name on the air, you also pay for me to butcher your name because I just sometimes have a very difficult time pronouncing some of these oh, names. Oh, that, that, that recently happened? Oh, no, I've got some more names. I would okay. love to show, show some love to our Rock Hallers. Just, dude, they're coming in like crazy. We're trying our best to give shout outs to everybody. If you got a business, put it in the little comment thing on there on the on the donation we'll try our best to read it uh uh carl lewis donated 69 bucks during the 69 club as well as dwayne suckert i believe (laughs) (laughs) boy if your name is not dwayne suckert i apologize s-u-k-e-r-t is it suker suker i I think suker sounds fancy James Hull donated enough to put a brand new coat on a kid and need 20 bucks. Uh, James Klingel, uh, $100 donated. Brian McDougal, 20 bucks. Uh, the Rockhawks just keep stepping up. Stacy and Lyles Larkin donated $69 joining the 69 Club. And Sebastian Mutter donating $100 to Coach for Kids. Yeah, it just takes 20. And even if you only have five, we just need three more of you. Then we get a coat. And, uh, Dean, you, you were right. It's like if everybody just donated a little which is the key. I mean, I'm all about numbers. It's like strength in numbers. We're not asking for a lot. If you can pop a fiver out there and everybody does what you do, whoa. I mean, we are going to have no problem going over 50 grand and getting these 2,500 coats. And I think that, you know, I like that, Dean. I like the idea that you don't have to give a lot. You just got to give whatever you got. And you'll be so surprised the strength in numbers, what it will do. Yeah, you know, I think you're right. I, you know, I've been privileged to do this work now for almost 29 years, 30 years. And, you know, so many people just don't realize, you know, how uh, how how it feels to really give. And, you know, our firefighters of the Washington State Council of Firefighters, you know, and all union firefighters in the state of Washington give on a daily basis. And, you know, most of the time it's unrecognized, unseen. It's the stuff we do behind the scenes. This is an opportunity for other people to do the work that we do, which is to give back and to actually care for your community. And these kids, you know what, they come into this world, you know, they're going to school, they're working hard, 
you know, the least we can do is make sure that uh, we give them all the tools to be successful. You know, the teachers do that in the classroom. Firefighters are doing it by putting coats on kids. And uh, we couldn't do it without you all. We couldn't do it without your listeners. And we're just, you know, we're just super happy that we have this partnership and have this long-term partnership so that we can continue to do that work because it does take money to do that. And uh, your listeners have been so generous over the years. I just cannot thank them enough. I wish we could. I wish we could send each listener a personal thank you because we do truly believe that it does take a village. And and we we truly appreciate every one of your listeners that's been so giving over the years. And if you want to give, text KISWGIVE to 44321 to donate. That's KISWGIVE. Text that to 44321. Or you can make a donation at KISW.com. Shout out to Rusty Shackelford. Just joined the 69 Club with 100. $169. $169. I know his cousin, Mr. Trabone. No. We'll leave it at that. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Colton Ross donated a hundred dollars. Did he have a cousin named Trombone as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going on here? Well, Lori Lawler, hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, anybody Malarkey. named Hug and Kiss? Because I know Amanda. If you have anybody named Hug and Kiss. What about Ryan Malarkey? BJ oh. donated enough for a brand new coat and a kid. And That's enough bucks. of that. Ryan, as, as a Jeff Lowen, uh, Rod Money. We talked about him earlier. So Love big, Rod Money. Big shout out to Rod Money. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it, it, it here's the thing, man, and, and this is what I love about doing stuff like this because we don't get very political on this show. And the reason being is, if you really want to do good for the world, you do not have to get political. It doesn't matter what you believe. You could believe in anything. You could believe in aliens. You could believe the Earth is round. You could believe the Earth is flat. But we can all go. Yeah, we should put a coat on a kid. And that's why I love doing stuff like this, because it's a no-brainer, and it unifies. I mean, everybody's got to feel a little bit like, yes, let's get coats on kids. It doesn't matter. You know, I don't need somebody who makes way too much money who's going to lie to me every time he gets out there on a presidential campaign or something. No, I don't need that. I need this. And, Dean, you guys... And like you said, the village, we can do it. And it shows that, you know what, we can get stuff done, even though sometimes we wonder about the people that lead us, if they're dysfunctional or not. We can get stuff done. Yeah, you know, the firefighters have a good friend out of the state of Nebraska. His name's John Kreshmeyer. He's a, uh, he's a professor. And, you know, and he, has a, he has a phrase that he uses quite often with us. And it's, you know, we all do better when we all do better. Oh, hey, and, uh, hey. And uh, that's why it's a professor. It's super important for us to really, you know, really think about that. Like we, we all have a lot to be fortunate about. Are very, very uh, satisfied with our lives, and but there's not, not everybody has that same uh, advantage in life. And so this is, this is one opportunity for us to create that advantage for them to be successful. And who knows, who knows where these kids, you know, are going to go in the future, and what a warm coat can can bring to them uh, in their success in their in their life as they move forward. And we learned it's not suckered. It is. It wasn't Dwayne Suckert. It's Sue Kurt. Sue Kurt. Sue Kurt. I don't know. I think you should go with Sue Care. You know, like Sukair. like Stephen Colbert and the Colbert Report. Okay. I think he should really be you know Sue Care. You tell him that. All right. I will. I will. Uh, so, Dean, um, uh, the other big news that's going on is tomorrow is my last day. And since I have you here, I really want to thank you for this opportunity. I was an adopted kid. So anytime I get to help out kids that just don't have what kids who are in, you know, stable families and kids that have homes and whatever reason that this kid doesn't have a coat. I know what it's like to be that kid that never got the new stuff, that wondered if, you know, maybe somebody would care for me or if I'd have a life like a normal kid would have. And so I am so happy that you've let me be part of this because it is a thing near and dear to my heart. And one of the, the, the greatest things that I think I've done in my career is, is, is help in this process. And I uh, want to thank you for that. 
Well, you know, BJ, first of all, uh, you and Steve and the rest of the team there, you know, uh, you guys are our honorary firefighters. Obviously, we had you at a, at a convention a few years ago to recognize you. You know, I, I cannot even begin to thank uh, you personally. You know, your story obviously is one of, uh, it's amazing, right? I mean, as an adopted child and and somebody that's gone on to have great success. And and I know we make fun a lot of, of different things and you guys have a lot of fun on your program, but you know, in all seriousness, you know what we, we, the firefighters, the Washington state council of firefighters cannot thank you personally and the rest of the team, you and Steve have been just instrumental in us being able to do this work. Uh, we talked briefly before the show, right? We think we're well over a half a million dollars in total generated revenues through your listeners over mm-hmm. the years. You know, we are going to miss you. Obviously, I know you and I will keep in touch. And, um, you know, and, and on behalf of the Washington State Council of Firefighters, our sincerest thank you, you know, on President Dennis Lawson, yeah. uh, Secretary Treasurer Greg Markley, myself. Uh, we just cannot thank you enough uh, for all that you do for these kids in our state and for your, you know, in your listeners' communities. Uh, BJ, thank you. We are always here for you. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we wish you the best. Uh, in this holiday season, but also beyond that, because it is about the big picture. And I really, truly believe that our friendships uh, between uh, your your team and us is just going to continue. And, and and we love you. And we we really uh, we wish you and Steve uh, the most amazing holiday possible. Thank you so much, Dean Shelton, vice president of the Washington State Council of Firefighters. Dean, thank you. And again, all it takes is 20 bucks. Text KISW give to 44321 today to donate. We're over $23,000 raised, guys. All right. Shout out to Casey Crusaders Paintball. Just donated 500 bucks. Thank you so much. It is Coach for Kids Day. That's what's going on. And uh, we would just love it if you could give whatever you give. $5, $20. A lot of people giving more if you can. Go to KISW.com if you want to donate today. BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, the Rock of Seattle. Today, Coach for Kids Day. Yeah, we're, we're working with the Washington State Council of Firefighters again. Operation Warm, because we want to put those new coats on kids that need them. All right, Steve, we're trying to get 2,500 coats. How are we doing? We are doing great. We're just a few hundred dollars away from $26,000 raised, BJ. It just keeps growing and growing as we've been doing this So show. we passed the halfway mark. We, we did pass the halfway mock. Woo! There are so many rock hogs. I'll... I'll I apologize. We won't be able to get to everybody's names. Also, just the way that we get the information. Sometimes we miss some names. So please don't take it personal if we don't. But we love all of you for making it happen. People like Kathy Kane Shiro, she donated, as well as Jessica Hutzfeld donated 20 bucks. Brittany donated five bucks. Like we said, any amount yes. we'll take. Uh, Kat- Katarina Bertucci donated $500 to Coach for Kids. Rob Brooks joined the, the 69 Club. Uh, Monkey nice. Kung Fu. We said if your business put you put the business name on there, we'll try and show some love. So Monkey Kung Fu donated a hundred dollars. It's just, dude, it's overwhelming how many people have been uh, messaging us. And much love to all the rock callers. We do want to give a lot of love to that five dollar donation because if everybody does that. I mean, you just take, we group four of them together, there's a new coat. Group four of them together, there's a new coat. Jacob uh, Burfoot donated five bucks. Or even uh, Shane Cleese donated uh, $10. Like you said, any amount, it all adds up right there. Those three put together enough for a brand new coat on a kid in need. Really, it's, it is strength in numbers. And Rockaholics, we're not asking for a lot. We're just asking you for to sh- just, just show up. Just, you know, really, just text KISW-GIVE to 44321 today. Five dollars. You do that right now. Just text KISW give to 44321 today. Five dollars, you're done. 
or head to KISW.com if you want to donate that way. That would be so awesome. It's Coach for Kids Day all day long. Ryan Castle, the men's room, Taryn, they're going to be also helping us out with this. And it is just, you know, really, I mean, you know how it is out there. I mean, today, a rainy-ass day. Let me go out there. Yeah, still Well, you're not really going out there. You just moved the, the blinds. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, but, you know, yeah. I get it, man. You sure, you sure don't want to go out there? Thank you. <laughs> like, so hey, like, far, let me I go mean, out there like we have a door. Let me go that, out there. That'd be crazy we if we used did. To have, remember, we had the old place. We had a nice door. Oh, we could go out there. That balcony was amazing. Yeah. That's the only thing I miss about that old place. Yeah, you're right. That is the only thing I miss. That in our own office where we had our own little, like, Oh, yeah, I miss that, too. That oh, was cool. Remember the Avanti Market we had? That was pretty awesome I miss as well. It. I think, yeah. really, we missed the old place. Honestly, I hate this place. This place sucks. Yeah. Really, really the worst decision. All right, so... Okay, so uh, I didn't hear about this. Did you know there's a naughty line in the movie The Santa Claus that Disney had to cut out? I did not know about that until I saw it was on social media yesterday. I mean, I love the movie. I've seen it every Christmas for at least the last 10 years we've been watching. My wife and I, I think that's our favorite of all the Christmas movies. Although, The Santa Paws is coming up pretty close. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, I didn't know that there was a, a scene that was deleted because of a naughty line. Yeah, uh, the New York Post ran this article about this. And I guess it's a scene where Tim Allen's ex... Gives him a slip of paper so he can reach her over the holidays. And here's the line that never got in the movie. Here's Neil's mom's number in case. 1-800-SPANK-ME. I know that number. <laughs> and a Merry Christmas to you, too. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah well, I, well it's, I, not, it's not in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's his ex that gave him that number? 1-800-SPANK-ME? That's interesting. No, I think he's making it. He's making it up. She gave him the real number. Oh, and then he's, he's, being a wise, he's being a wise. He's being a wise ass. Yeah. And I'm stupid and don't even know how movies work. Thank you, Danny. Thank you for explaining this. Watch the movie again to get the spirit of who I, he was before like, he became Santa Claus. I like the Santa Claus. I thought they so did a good, good. job. Yeah. Even though I'm not a big Tim Allen fan, but I, you know, I, I gotta love him because of Galaxy Quest. And I gotta love him because of the Santa Claus, but uh, yeah. But I heard that I should not waste my time with the TV shows. Oh. No, I told you that. And oh, I'm yeah, that's so I heard it from. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of the Santa Claus movies, but it's funny that they had to remove that. Well, because it kind of was like there, there are. He did have some one-liners. If you think back on the movie, that yep. were kind of spiced. Because like, there, I remember the other one of like, "Oh, are you spending Christmas with your parents tonight?" And he's like, "No, we're spending Christmas with Neil's parents." He's like, "Oh, Christmas at the pound," and then he starts like barking and and like a cat thing. It's like that's kind of spicy. Like I know not as bad as that, right? But well, that's the whole premise. Like he wasn't like he wasn't really Santa Claus material, and that's, right? Like, that, that's the fun of the movie that he eventually became Santa Claus material. Yeah. Okay, so spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah, here I, you know we're getting a little bit more clarity on this so they cut it out of the movie but it used to be in the movie it was in the original version oh. and, it, and and so they had it in there since 1994 but then disney found out that and they found out the hard way that the number was real and parents were complaining that kids were calling uh. 1-800-SPANK-ME which is a sex hotline <laughs> that's amazing so it was in the original See, movie and Disney cut it out as far as you know because they run it all the time on Disney Plus and yeah. stuff and I didn't I, I, oh I don't remember that before I didn't see this movie I mean I wasn't like Mr. Christmas Spirit like I was an anti-Christmas but in the 90s I was in college I was, I was going to see a Christmas movie and I really didn't pay attention to it until honestly being with my wife and that just became the movie we watched by that time that scene was removed so you might have a collector's item on your hands i don't because if you have the original vhs or laser disc versions that line is in there who has a laser disc version of this yeah you never know i'd be you know i just some people like to collect and i don't know if that's worth anything and if i was a kid i would probably call that number Oh yeah! Oh, I would. Because I used to. Did you ever call the the five 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 numbers that whenever a movie was like, here's my number five five five, you know sixty nine sixty nine, whatever it was. I'd be like, well, let me see. What oh, you know the number I called. 
877-867-5309. That's the number I yeah. called. You know it exactly. Tommy Two-Tone told me to call it because, you know, for a good time, yep. for a good time, call! But who's calling 800 numbers anymore? I didn't even know those existed. Oh, uh, you mean 900? No, it's a oh. 1-800-SPANK-ME. It's not even a 1-900 number. Oh, yeah, you're right. So that's like a free one. Is it? Can we call it? Would it's, we get they, in trouble? They, well, it says here it is still a sex hotline. Oh, we probably but how bad it. would they be if we, ah. if we tried now? Probably I'll check bad. it on the next break and see All if right. it's radio. Okay, friendly. and then if yeah, if, and we, if it's a, if it charges, I mean, we're not associated to that number, so yeah, take the charge. In yeah. yeah. I oh, we should, yeah, isn't that like, doesn't Hair Club have all his stuff lined up to us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so he'll pay for all these things. <laughs> then he has to explain that to his wife, why he was calling 1-800-SPANK-ME. That's, you know what? I think he should have to. Because <laughs> we're not going to. Oh, man. Oh, so uh. it says my DVD copy still has that line, F Disney. Wow. That I didn't know that says, it went to DVD with it, too, because I, I thought DVD might be too old, uh, too new. That's so funny. So I said, yeah, I totally remember that line being in the movie. I had the VHS when I was a kid in the mid-90s. And so instead, I, I feel like I just heard that, that line in the movie. Are you sure it wasn't just removed for the Disney app recently? Interesting. It might be Disney+. Plus. And honestly, I might have even heard that line, but it, yeah. in one ear, out the other. Went over here. There's so many. When I was a kid, I like looked back on movies, like even like Grease, because my mom used to let me watch Grease all the time. The second greatest of all <laughs> yeah. the Grease films. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> but there were so yeah. many dirty jokes in that oh, movie. Yeah. And as a kid, I didn't even hear them. Like they just like the dirty jokes. I didn't know what they were talking about. So it was just one of those like, oh. I well, even Grease yeah. 2, I watched as a kid and loved it. <laughs> okay. But there's a song in it where, like, you know, they, he's basically pretending like the, the, the country's under attack and they're, like, in, like, like a little, like, like safe safety place, whatever those were called back Bunker. in the... Bunker, yeah, thank yeah. you. And he's like, we need to do it for our country, basically. We need to have sex for our country before I go off and fight this war. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and it's just like, as a kid, I didn't know. I was just like, oh, yeah, do it. Yeah, it is you interesting. guys should do it for the country. <laughs> It's so funny because there was a lot of double entendre back in those days because, you know, you, you had to hide the way you wanted to talk about having sex. Sure. And now if people use that same double entendre, they're kind of canceled. Oh, you yeah. know, oh, even yeah. though it was it was secret covert conversation just to try to give us more freedom and liberation to talk about sex because, you know, all those silent generation people were like, oh, it's a horrible thing and you can't write about it and talk about it. But like if you listen to some of those Beatles songs, man. You like you know they wanted to hold your hand. That's not what he wants to do. He wants to <laughs> they they want to bang you. You know when hold me tight has always been euphemistic for tight enough because you know what we're doing something. And if you listen to those songs, of course they had to find different ways. To do it. And then ACDC came along and basically just said, "I want to bang you." Mm. You know, but I mean it's dude. So many movies back in those days, like the the craziest messages. I was just when you were talking about that, it made me think about the. Do you remember the Tom Cruise movie Losing It? Oh, I. This was like an eighty. Oh my gosh, that's bad a, comedy. I I kind of don't remember this. Nineteen eighty two, and the premise of this movie is that him. I think he's in high school. Him and his his other teen buddies. They all travel to Tijuana, Mexico. Oh, and you remember what they were trying to get in Tijuana? And they were trying to. Weren't they trying to lose it? They're trying to get some Spanish flies so they could slip it in the ladies' drinks so they could have sex with them. Yeah, basically is, the whole movie is about trying to find roof, roofies. Yeah, but Again, as a kid, I'm like, man. I want Spanish fly too. That's amazing. Spanish fly can help me get laid. They, they, it's could so you hor- imagine a movie now like that? It is so horrible to think. And this is this was somebody said, yeah, we're going to make this movie, and Tom Cruise is in it. I know. <laughs> it's it's a is it, wait is that that looks like looks like there was a lot of people in that movie. Jackie Earl Haley. Oh yeah, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, uh, I don't know John Stockwell. Oh, I don't know, I don't know who that is either. Shelley Long. Shelley Long. Yeah, yep. from Cheers. Yeah. Okay. I think that might be. See, that just goes to show you that. 
back then, you know. I want to watch it again just to see how. Oh, it's so it's gotta be bad. Bad and how wrong it it's is. Gotta. Oh, it's on Tubi or Pluto TV. Oh, don't do it. Or Peacock for free. <laughs> Dude, as a kid, we love this movie. Well, that's we all the, wanted Spanish but Fly. That's the problem. <laughs> you you basically up. all wanted to be Bill Cosby. Yeah, but at the time we didn't think that was like, it just you know the way the movie made it seem like this is just what we do. That is why we have it's to so somehow. Messed up. You really have to go. Wow, my hard drive has got to be reprogrammed because this is this. We were told this was normal. We were told, and 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 women were told, ah, that's just boys being boys. You yeah. know, that was also the other side. Of, ah, you got to deal with it. Boys being boys. Uh, yeah, that is so weird. The sense and sensibilities of of different decades ago. And I remember the premise of the movie. I forgot that Tom Cruise was in the movie. And this is like a super young yeah. Tom Cruise. Look at that man. Is it is it one of his first? Eighty two. Yeah, he looks real. Like he he looks, he looks wicked like a young. Yeah. yeah, he looks like a kid. Yeah, this was like probably right after uh, Outsiders. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Tom. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what other. This, he probably doesn't talk about that movie much. Yeah, I know. I, I would think, love yeah. to interview him and bring it up just yeah. to see. Tom, can I ask you about one of your greatest achievements? Remember we interviewed Losing Tom Cruise. It. We had like a five minute interview with him. Remember? Oh, how did I, that? Did I, I was I okay with him? Oh yeah, he was great in the five minutes that we had to speak. I know there wasn't a long time. That was like the the biggest like. I don't even remember. Tease. I don't even. It was because I don't remember. You know, you 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 want to at least have ten minutes. I don't even remember you until you brought it up. I forgot we interviewed Tom Cruise. I legit forgot until right now. But I remember being like, "Hey, would you like to talk to Tom Cruise?" You know it. Of course, we want to yeah. talk. I can't remember which movie it was for. Uh, uh, but probably losing it. I, no, I think it might have been for like one of the Mission Impossible movies. I can't. Dun, dun, but they're like, dun, great. Dun. You guys can have him on for Friday. You have five minutes with him. I'm like. Five minutes? Sometimes ten minutes isn't enough. You barely get to really even know a guy for five minutes. Losing It uh, was his third movie ever. What was his first? His first was Endless Love. I don't know In 1981. Then Taps. Taps was a good movie. Then Losing It and then The Outsiders. was. You better watch Taps again. You you, you don't know if you're liking a movie that might be getting you canceled. I'm pretty convinced I won't like it now. Yeah. Well, at the time, I loved it. You just don't want to get canceled. Taps? Taps was just like... I have no idea. I don't know Taps. That was like a war movie. Oh, right. okay. or like, it was like a military-based Well, movie. sometimes those war movies are very inappropriate with the way they do things, just, you know, because of the sense and sensibilities of the time. Military cadets take extreme measures to ensure the future of their That's academy it when its existence is threatened by local condo developers. Okay, I bet they do some bad things to make sure those condo developers don't do what they do. <laughs> it was a big school-wide rebellion happened. Yeah. Oh, man, all those old-school movies. I know, you love that stuff. What I mean, the, well, it's your childhood. What was the one, Red Dawn? Wolverines! Oh. Red Dawn was uh, Val Kilmer, right? I think so, right? Yeah. Was that Wolverines? Uh, when I yelled that? God, you I'm know what? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know either. It's so bad. I, there's so many movies, but I haven't seen Red Dawn in a skillion years. So I don't even know. But I thought Val Kilmer was in it. Am I right? Yeah, I, yeah. I think all right, you, at least I got that yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, they were called the Wolverines. Patrick Swayze was in it. Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, Patrick Swayze was in all those movies. See, Thomas was... Howell, Charlie Sheen. Oh, Charlie Sheen Jennifer was in it. Jennifer Grey. Wow. Well, if, look. If, I don't know if Val Kilmer was in it. If uh, he wasn't in it? I don't see him on this list. Okay, then I, I think you know. I think uh, Patrick Swayze, they both had nice hair. That's what it is. Ah. Well, if Patrick Swayze's in it, you know that Jennifer Jennifer Grey's got to be in it. She was, yeah. 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 That's right. You, you don't put Patrick Swayze in the corner when you're trying to do military cadet stuff. Okay. C. Thomas Howell was like a he was like a big I guy. forgot about C. Thomas Howell. He was like the, was like the guy. Whatever like, happened? Is he still like around? 30 seconds. Yeah. Is he dead? What's going no, on with C. Thomas? I mean, I don't think he's dead. Uh, he could be. 
So things happen. Oh, I haven't seen him since he was a young guy. Actually, that kind Is that of threw him me now? off. I, I mean, well, he looks like a British that, actor now. That's him from ten years ago. Whoa, a British actor. He does. He's got that sort of hello. I've got a salt and pepper beard and very short haircut, re- and I'm wearing a cardigan. Recently, he's been in Obliterated. He was in Old Dads. He's in uh, Crimson Ooh. Point. Old Seal Dads, Team. I think, was a good movie. Talk about movies that you can't recreate. Remember the movie that he was got popular for? Well, I forget. The Soul Man. Oh. Oh, Soul Man was like, how do you even try to yeah, do that? Yeah, wasn't that now? wasn't that? Wearing, oh, wearing, that's when he started as a he was a, yeah. a law student that decided, you know, I'm going to pretend to be black in order yeah. to get a scholarship. And he like, how like, colored his skin? How did they make that movie? Who in Hollywood said in no 86. problem? We can get this done. When 1986? Yeah, see, 86 was a different time. I mean, it was a box. I mean, it made 35 million. See, my generation... At the time, which was a lot at the time. I want to tell you my generation. My generation was telling the old people who were in their 40s and 60s at the time of 1986, you guys, this is crap. You shouldn't be doing this. And they're looking at us, ah, shut up, kid. What do you know? And I remember having conversations. This will not be a good look. In 10, 20, 30 years, this will not be a good look, some of the things that you guys want to do for entertainment. And, and I'm talking radio. There were, I want to watch this movie just to see, you know... There are some radio personalities, Steve, if you listen to their air checks from those times, the 1986 and stuff. I mean, there was a character called Grease Man who... Oh, I remember Grease Man. Grease Man, his ability to do a show was amazing. He was so talented and so gifted, but the content, some of the times, was horrific. And you're like, how is this... How is this on the radio? And I remember when I first started in the business, they looked, you know, people looked at me like, what are you, an idiot? What are you, a troublemaker? What are you, one of those tree huggers? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. dude, I go, I got news for you. This is not, in 20 years, this is not going to be cool. And you're really going to be looked at and hated for what you've done. And people just, you know, I remember Don Imus had stuff. When he worked in Cleveland, Don Imus had stuff that he quickly doesn't ever want to talk about. I'm sure Stern as well, man. All I don't, you know, did, you, did Howard, do you think, ever do like... Like racist? Oh, yes. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't remember Howard being like that. I mean, stuff that obviously wouldn't do now. But, yeah, because I grew up, you know, that was a guy. He was was the king of New York when I was growing up. And what's really funny is that when, you know, depending on where you go in the country, and, Steve, you and I were present. We're not, I'm not going to say much, but we were present at a convention where people said, hey, we're going to show you some of our best radio bits. Oh, that was weird. Oh, my God. And... It was relatively recent, and we're at the convention. It's within the last 10, 15 yeah. years. Okay. You figure, though, by 10, 15 years, you're like, okay, everybody gets the memo. You can't do stereotypical, horrific, marginalized people humor. You just can't do that. And all of a sudden, we're there, and this show is like, so here's one of our greatest bits. And I'm like, oh, my God, are we back in the 30s? What the hell is going on? And they don't have a clue. They're proud of it. Like, they're featuring it. It's our best feature. And I'm like, I remember you and I look at each other like, where the F are we? It was weird because there's kind of like a 50-50 split of how the audience reacted to it, too. Like, some people are like, that's amazing. Other people are like, this is awkward. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at that. That's amazing. People going, are you guys, what is, what? Oh, I'm looking at VG going, yeah, we're never doing stuff like that, right? <laughs> like, no, just, these guys are idiots. So these like, guys the are. What the hell is wrong with this? These guys shouldn't be. Where working. are we? Yeah. Oh, these guys shouldn't be working at all. All right, so uh, yesterday, Steve, he did get this one right. Oh, uh, or maybe not. You know what? You know, I feel like I did. 
I feel like you probably would have got it right if given the fair opportunity to I get it. I think creative. Like, oh, I said this. And then Sarah's like, you are so smart. I was not surprised by that. Okay, I really don't think that would have happened in real life. Okay. Oh, oh, do we have it? We have it. Well, let's, you know, enough of these lies from Steve. Did he get it right? What Beatles member released the song Wonderful Christmas Time? Ugh. Paul McCartney. <laughs> yes. See? You got it right. Mm-hmm. And apparently your favorite song. <laughs> from what I get. <laughs> You want a shot at beating Steve? You got a 206-803-ROCK. We're playing Beat Migs. Going to do that at 847 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How do I know if bankruptcy is going to provide me with relief? What are the steps for my situation? Uh, There's so much information out there about bankruptcy with the internet and uh, what people have heard from friends and and other people that they've talked to about their financial issues or or bankruptcy. Uh, There's there's also a lot of bad information out there or, or urban legends about bankruptcy. In order to determine whether bankruptcy makes sense for you, you need to talk to an attorney that's experienced in bankruptcy. So in order to determine whether bankruptcy makes sense for you, you should talk to an experienced bankruptcy attorney and right my job is not to convince you to file bankruptcy my job is to help you to to make that decision and have all the facts uh, so that you can make an informed decision about whether bankruptcy makes sense for you what benefits it's going to have for you and what the downside of filing bankruptcy is thanks travis if you have more questions about bankruptcy you can reach out to travis anytime at choose the right chapter.com